The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above Rise all. up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate world. the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. We use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Tuesday morning. By the way, uh, just want to let you know, the reason for that uh, introduction, that I continue to do that, is because there still needs to be that that gets put out there. Um, this message that these these young people are adhering to. And some people have said, uh, I've gotten a lot of positive response, which I'm thankful for, because you guys get it. But there have been some people who say, oh, this looks kind of leftish, you know, the way they run out their celebrities and this, that, and the other. I want you to understand something. This is a repetition of things that are taught. And behind this are questions. Why do you do this? Or why do you don't why you don't do that? And all these other kinds of things. I just want to kind of throw this out while it's fresh on my mind. 
You know, in the New Testament, the, the, the Greek word that's used there is, is, is katecheo. And it has the idea is to teach by word of mouth or to instruct orally um, through questions. You remember when the people of Israel were getting ready to uh, depart Israel, and it's, <clears throat> it's the night that they have uh, the Passover, right? And so God says, when your children ask you about these things, you will instruct them, okay? So the children are going to ask, what is this meal about? And then you're going to respond with a question. And this is where we get the idea of catechisms. They're not Roman Catholic. Yeah, Roman Catholics have their catechisms. So do Protestants. But the fact of the matter is, is a catechism is just asking a question, giving a response to that question, an answer to it, and citing the scriptures for your answer. That's that's what that is. So this is this is part of why I play this in the morning. It is it is not a full catechism because there's not a question asked. I get it. But there are statements about that. And then going through the video, you hear the scriptures reference that God is the one who is the judge. He is the one who's the protector. He is the one who's the creator. And uh, in the end, he has the final say. And so it kind of ties back to those things. So I wanted to give that to you uh, just in case you're wondering, why is he still playing that? Aren't we over some of that? Aren't they letting? No, they're not letting up on it. They might let up on it just a little bit. They're going to come back and push it on you again in the fall. You've got to push it back. You've got to you've got to keep it at the forefront of your mind. This is where they're battling you is on the issue of submission to their tyranny. So I just want to throw that out there, okay? If you want to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com. Also, SonsofLibertyMedia.com. And while you're there at SonsofLibertyMedia.com, if you are listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, please scroll down on the right side of the page. <clears throat> And check out the live video portion of the radio show. And that's the second video down. You'll see that going. Click on it. You can see the face it's made for radio. And if you click on it again, click on the platform there, you can join us in the chat. We've got a lot of uh, good friends in the chat. We love to see you guys every morning. Um, and, yes, we do have church here in the mornings, <laughs> which is great. And I'm I'm so blessed that uh, to meet all of the wonderful people in the chat, I you know I wish we could meet in person, have some good fellowship, but uh, at least God has given us this means by, whereby we can interact with one another. But uh, check that out at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Then right above that is Bradley's show from yesterday. And guys, I'm going to tell you, we're having some kind of an issue with Rumble. I like Rumble. They're going through some growing you know, pains and stuff, but we want to support them. They've been very good to us. And um, one of the things is, is that Rumble, for whatever... Or, I don't think I don't even know if it was Rumble. I don't think it was a Rumble issue. I think it was a restream issue. I tried to put in the the information so we could stream to Rumble this morning. We're not able to stream to Rumble this morning because of something going wrong. That's what it tells me. And it doesn't matter what browser I try it in or whatever, it's not working. <clears throat> so uh, we'll have the the archive of the show up on Rumble later this morning. Um, nothing I can do about it. I tried to contact people and everything else, so we, we weren't able to do it. <clears throat> But you can check out Bradley's show from yesterday right above where we're streaming live. You can also check him out at live at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, right here at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And then just above that, please subscribe to our newsletter. Um, again, we don't rent your email. We don't sell it. We don't spam it. Get one email from us a day. And that includes the morning show archive. So you'll have all the links that we're going to talk about today, the videos and things of that nature, all in one article that you can reference if you choose to do so. And then finally, if you agree with our message, 
There's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Just click on that and you can make a one-time donation if you'd like to help us in that. We don't ask you for money, but we tell you we have needs. And we trust the Lord to move on the hearts of the people who are able to um, help meet those needs. And then if you want to partner with us monthly, you can do that. Become a son or daughter of liberty. And um, finally, there's the store button. That's right at the top of SonsOfLibertyMedia.com as well. You can click on that, pick up some products. Some of you guys uh, waiting for the show to start, you see those products as we've got them kind of scrolling through the introduction before we go live on the radio. Now, <clears throat> with that said, there's a couple of things I want to get to today, but there was some neat stuff I ran Well, there was one neat thing that I ran across yesterday. I wanted to share it with you guys, okay, because I know a lot of people are doing prepping, Okay? And this can tie into parenting too, Okay, because we're going to talk a little bit about parents, what they do when the tyranny comes. And I think this can, can tie into it too. I ran across this video. I found it fascinating. Um, a family in downtown Los Angeles grows 6,000 pounds of food a year. Downtown Los Angeles. Do you know how big the space is they are? That they're, that they're on, the land they're on, one-tenth of an acre. And they're pretty much, from what I saw, everything was off-grid. I mean, the, 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 the daughters were even hand-cranking the blenders. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. Everything that they ate came from less than 100 feet from their table. And so what I wanted to do was just kind of share this with you guys because I know some of you guys are doing this. Some of you guys have big plots. Some of you have small things. Some of you maybe live in the city and you go, I can't do this. And I've seen some incredible stuff from uh, some Asian women who were living in, I, it, it kind of looks like a, some kind of a complex, but not a, uh, not really an apartment kind of complex. And they were growing stuff in the walkways, in the little cracks of the bricks of the of the pay, uh, pavers of the walkways. It was incredible. Uh, they were growing romaine lettuce in there. They were even getting and growing in the corners of the house where the building would meet the ground. They were growing stuff out of, yeah, 6,000 pounds. No kidding. So what I want to do, look, this, and I didn't realize it, this can't, This is this video was made in 2012. So I'm going to show you a couple of videos this morning, but I wanted to start off with this one because this is a very, a very positive one in the fact that it, it shows you, you can take back some things for yourself. You may have to give up some things, but you can take back a lot of your, or you can, let me say, let me say it this way. You're not taking back liberty. You already have liberty. This is a way you can utilize your liberty. Okay. This is a way you can utilize your liberty. Don't need government to tell you what to do with it. Um, check out this video. It's, it's really interesting. You guys who are listening You'll hear what the, the what the the sons and the daughters and the dad have to say, and uh, again, this is from 2012. Growing your own usually means moving to the country, plowing the fields, cultivating the crops, harvesting the bounty for your table. But these days, more people are turning to their own backyards to create urban farms. One Southern California family is at the forefront of that movement. Drivers whizzing past on the 210 freeway through Pasadena have no idea that a stone's throw away from the fast lane is a lush but tiny Eden 
a 4,000 square foot farm. It not only feeds a family, but revolutionizes the idea of what can be done in a very unlikely place, the middle of a city. This is city living, but I brought the country to the city uh -huh. rather than have to go out to the country. I just imported it. 63-year-old Jules Dervais started this backyard farm 10 years ago. It's a deliberate throwback to the storied days of self-reliant rural America. Jules and his children grow almost all the food they need, and everyone pitches in. Five uh, pounds of grapefruit. His daughters, Anise. We have another guy coming to pick up. And Jordan. Yeah, are you done? Okay. And his son, Justin. Their produce is organic, and their animals are, well, friendlier than average. Say hi. Say hi. We have eight, eight chickens, four ducks, and two goats. I joke with people. I said, I think my animals fit better in a city backyard than a lot of um, dogs in the neighborhood. The ducks and chickens lay thousands of eggs a year and keep the bugs in check. And they really uh, made the dynamics of the urban homestead much more sustainable. Sustainable and dense. On their 4,000 square feet, they raise 400 varieties of vegetables, fruits, and edible flowers. 6,000 pounds a year, enough to feed themselves with plenty left over. And with the current passion at high-end restaurants for local pesticide-free produce, chefs are literally beating a path to their door. Hi, how are Hello, you doing? good, how are you doing? So we have your order for today. Oh, wonderful. And then I'll get your sorrel here. Really good. So what are you gonna do with the sorrel? Mm, I'm gonna use it to make a really nice um, mm -hmm. Relish with, uh, with cucumber for a salmon oh, dish. The family makes about $20,000 a year from their front porch sales. They use it to buy the crops they can't grow, like wheat, rice, and oats. I would say at the beginning, I didn't really believe I could do it. I, I had some doubts because I kept thinking, this place is too small. There's no way that we're going to be able to feed ourselves. Plus, I never thought we could even grow the vegetables for the, for the market. So how did this experiment in independent living begin? It all began 10 years ago, when Jules bought some taco shells for dinner. He learned too late that the shells were being recalled because they had been made by mistake with genetically modified corn. When I thought about putting this food in my children's mouth, and, I, and they were depending on me to give them good stuff, I mean, they'll take whatever their parent, any child would take what a parent hands them. They'll say, it comes from my mom or dad. And I couldn't afford to, to uh, be in that position of giving them bad stuff. Now, a decade later, this radical foodie has succeeded in going off the grid. He calls his lifestyle the path to freedom. And what did the family think of that whole approach? Uh, they thought it was strange. <laughs> they thought it was, they thought it was uh, my daughter wouldn't come out of the front yard and visit with her friends because they said, what's, what's up with your dad? They wanted to know what was going on because I was making some radical changes here. Their Dervais have no ugly commute. They avoid office politics and will never get fired. But their jobs are way more than nine to five. I need, I need the help, all the help I can get. And it's my family that, like in the old days, the farmer, farmer's family made the difference. Jordan takes care of the animals. Um, a joke for them, we call them pet organic composting machines. Justin is in charge of making sure they get the most out of every square foot of soil and sometimes the results are extraordinary. You actually grew this? Yeah, it's like a little pumpkin, but it's very long. Just slightly? Slightly. He's also the beekeeper. 
Oh my gosh, that's the first time I've ever done straight from the honeycomb. Mmm. Jules prides himself on his gourmet compost. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> Only worms could love a bronze <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Anise is in charge of cooking the vegetarian meals. All homegrown strawberries and edible flowers and salad and beets and carrots. And the canning. We got grape leaves, pickles, beans, and pickled peppers to all sorts of jams, tomato sauce. And the menu? That depends on what's in season. What happens when something's out of season? Uh, we just don't eat it. <laughs> You're out of luck. It's out of season. There are no microwave ovens in this kitchen and no Cuisinarts either. We have you know, gizmos, but they're just hand-powered. What little electricity they use is generated by these solar panels. How much is your electricity bill? Well, it's running about the highest $12 a month. $12 <laughs> a month for everything here? Yeah, yeah. They spend even less on gas. This is their biodiesel brewing station. So this is just used grease from restaurants? Yeah, they use it to fry onion rings, french fries, you know, anything you would fry. And you get it free? Yeah, free and delivered on our doorstep. The gasoline station is self-serve. It hasn't always been easy. Justin remembers the year that frost wiped out a crop. Another year it was a destructive insect. And recently they've noticed a new challenge, climate change. We call it the forefront of global weirding because we've been gardening for so long you can sense things are off. Uh, we have this June bug that comes out. It's called June, so it's supposed to come out in June, but it comes out in July and August and, you know, September, so something's definitely off. The other challenge is water. Southern California skies don't deliver enough of it. So Jules keeps the water bill down with this ancient form of irrigation. That's a clay pot irrigation. So it's buried it's, under there. It's buried, um, usually up to the throat here. Uh -huh. And then all you do is fill it up, and the water weeps through the yeah, pore through the skin, clay. through the clay. And uh, you get the water where the plant's needed at the root zone. Plants to, uh, to take the water as needed. So simple. So just so simple. <laughs> it's 5 o'clock, dinner time, the time when it all pays off. Is it going to be inside or outside? Oh, no. It's supposed to be outside. The Dervais are the ultimate locavores. Their food traveled a whole hundred feet from the field to the table. They all say they love urban homesteading and can't imagine living a typical consumer-driven life. But there's one thing they would like. My plans are to uh, have Homesteadville, which is... Uh, What's Homesteadville? Uh, a village of all homesteads to, to start a... a Start. With my my family will be there. They'll have their homesteads. Their extended family will be there, and and uh, people that want to live this lifestyle will be in there. At the end of the day, some not so back to nature activity. Visits to their websites have grown dramatically. They get about six million hits a month from others interested in this grow it yourself revolution. Growing food yourself is is a, a dangerous act because you're in danger of becoming free. We're all in the same boat, on the same planet, and there are people now asking uh, deep questions about the future of the planet. And they're willing to do this. They're willing to take a risk. It's a risk that has paid off for Jules and is blazing a trail for others.
All right. Um, you you get the idea. And I know a lot of you guys are watching. You appreciate stuff, stuff like this because it's really neat. Uh, somebody said it looks like a dream. Yes, it does. Uh, and it takes a lot of commitment uh, to doing that in order to see that dream become a reality. Now, yeah, I get it. This I get the whole climate change thing that was mentioned in there. I think what they're getting at is there is a change in the climate. Uh, we have it all the time. I mean, if you live in the South here, if you don't like the weather, there's an old saying, if you're complaining about the weather today, just hang around to tomorrow and it'll change. It'll be different. Okay? That's just the way the weather works. And yes, there is some there's some geoengineering. There's no doubt that that's been going on. There, that's been going on since, what, the 50s or 60s, <clears throat> where we have the U.S. Senate documents stating that they're going to be looking at spraying the air. Now we've got people like Bill Gates saying he wants to spray chalk in the air to block out the sun. Why in the world would you want to block out the sun? Unless you're a devil. I mean, I, which he is. But in any case, I thought I would share that with you because you see it was dad leading the way. Dad led the way in this and his children followed. And his children have, have embraced dad's vision for this and now they love it. And he's got a real um, point here. I thought about it the other day with the things that we pay for in our home, just in our home, every month. The, the food bill is ridiculous. I mean, really, it's ridiculous if I told you what we spent on food. And <clears throat> then on top of that, you you got a house payment. you got this, that, and the other, and all these other things that are you know coming in that you you have to, to do what you're doing. And so sometimes it's hard to move from where you're at to something like this. I'd love to do something like this. But this is, this is in a way, he talked about it is a path to freedom. Now, why is that? Well, he's got a power bill that maxes out at 12 bucks a month. He's got a car that, you know, runs on used cooking oil. All the food they're growing... They're not in some kind of slavery to having to pay something every month. I mean, they're, they're, they, they do have that. But look at what they're doing. And even with what they're growing, they're making 20 grand. And this was, this was 10 years ago. Or this was 2012. This is almost 10 years ago. $20,000 from selling the extra food that they've grown. Pretty, I mean, it's pretty incredible. And if they can do that in the midst of the city, anybody can do it wherever you're at. I mean, you, you really can start doing some of this pretty much anywhere you're at, except maybe unless you're in an apartment complex or something. I don't know. Um, but I, I just thought I would throw that out there as an encouragement. Now, that's one dad doing this, you know, on this path to freedom by simply going back to the old paths. You know, the scripture teaches us, we, we have all of these agricultural kind of uh, parables and things that the Lord Jesus gives. In the Old Testament, it was an agrarian kind of a culture as well, as well. And so the people grew, you know, grew their own foods, and they would spend a lot of time. Early in our history, we did that, and then we modernized things, and then we allowed you know, corporations to start taking over farms, and we started letting the federal government have death taxes and taking family farms. And you're wondering how we got to where we're at with GMO foods and corporations giving us crap food and stuff like that? Well, that's how. We abandoned our liberty of doing it ourselves and trusting God 
to meet our needs. And we said, nope, we can do it together. And it's very much a Babel effect. Let's build a city so that we're not destroyed, right? It's that kind of mentality. That's what's going on. Now, with that said, there are some other parents who are dealing with tyranny, as it were, on a different front. Okay? Yesterday, uh, I saw a video, and I'm going I'm to play this one as well. As If i got time, I'm going to play an, one we had from the other month of what parents do when it's their children who are under attack. Okay? Now, the Bible tells us, Jesus says, See to it you do not despise one of these little ones, for I tell you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. He also said, that we should be those, or he says, those who would seek to cause one of the little ones to stumble, it would be better if they had a millstone tied around their neck and were thrown into the sea. Okay? Why is that? Well, because the passage that we read to every one of our kids, as soon as they were born, Psalm 127 and 128, those were the first words they heard when they came out of the womb. Okay? Children are a heritage from the Lord. They, they're the fruit of the, the fruit of the womb is a reward. Okay? And the Bible says that the man who has his quiver full of them is a blessed man. Okay? So our, our children are precious to us. They are a heritage unto the Lord. They are a reward from Him. And uh, we are to, to guard them and we're to teach them properly. And so with that, when that happens, okay... A parent chooses to send their kids into public school. And maybe a long, long time ago, that was okay. Maybe. (laughs) When the society was different, when it was focused upon God, when it wanted to seek to honor God. And now, sending them to a public school, you're sending them right into the den of the devil, right in the belly of the beast, so they can be indoctrinated by other devils. Okay, by agents of the state. So what happens when your school starts teaching critical race theory, Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ, now I said my ABCs, won't you say them now with me, except now they're going to be communist style, right? Anti-authority ideologies. Well, there's a, there's a, a mother... Her name is Tatiana Ibrahim, and she showed up at a school board business meeting in Putnam County, New York, and um, she's had enough of it. She's had enough of it. She sees it as communist values that are being taught, and there is... Also, the idea that the children are being emotionally and mentally abused with these teachings. I want you to listen to what Tatiana has to say to the school board here. Here she is, Tatiana Ibrahim. Good evening. My name is Tatiana Ibrahim, and I'm here for the first time. I'm here tonight not only as a community member, but as a parent in this district. Recently, you sent out a survey wanting to know why parents were not voting yes for this budget. So my my situation, my vote for no is a little different. 
I think the Board of Education and those sitting on the panels are thieves. I think they're liars and have committed treason against our children. My message to this district and the members of the Board of Ed, stop indoctrinating our children. Stop teaching our children to hate the police. Stop teaching our children that if they don't agree with the LGBT community, that they're homophobic. You have no idea each child's life. You don't know what their family lifestyle consists of. You don't know the makeup of their, of their life. You have children like mine who is Muslim and I'm Christian and everyone would think they would never believe that of her, right? Because the way she looks, or according to Miss Cyrus, she's too pasty white. Ma'am, ma'am, excuse me, I'm up, up here. Now, watch what's going to happen here. They don't like she's calling we're, them out by We're not allowed to use names. If you have something you'd like to discuss about a specific she's person, back to you can call the superintendent or leave your info for her to call you tomorrow. Why are we not allowed to discuss names? Why am I not allowed when they purposely themselves expose themselves on social media talking about calling for the death of a former president or saying that any child that doesn't believe in Black Lives Matter should be canceled out? Is this what my tax dollars is paying for? You're t teaching my children and other children that if they believe in God Almighty, they're part of a cult. These educators put their own names out there. We have Mr. Barry, who took it upon himself with Miss Cyrus to create a curriculum. That should be it. Do you want the proof? I have the proof. You created a curriculum of Black Panther indoctrination. Ma'am. You use taxpayers' dollars. Can I ask you one more time? I, I, I have no issue hearing what you have to say. but Why, are, why can we not let the public speak? Why can't we let the public know that you're teaching our children to go out and murder our police officers? Do you want the proof? I have the proof. Is that what scares you? The proof that a parent actually standing up against all of you? Is that what scares you to call out the names of these people? You work for me. I don't work for you. Come on, lady. You have a duty. We are entrusting our children to you. We teach our children morals, values, when they grow up to commit crimes and end up in prison and kill a police officer. It's our fault? No, it's your fault. You're emotionally abusing our children and mentally abusing them. You're demoralizing them by teaching them communist values. This is still America, ma'am. And as long as I'm standing here on this good ground earth of God, I will fight. And I'm not, this is not the last of me you will see. I'm retired. I have nothing else better to do. We can do it peacefully or we can take it to the highest courts because you know and I know I'm not the only parent fighting is all across America right now. Schools are trying to poison our children's minds, teaching them about things that they have no right to be taught in school. So, so normally, I'm just going to, if you don't mind, I'm going to just give you just a feedback for a moment. I have no problem having a peaceful discussion. This is not a peaceful discussion. No, that's your opinion. See, here we go again. This no. is peaceful. To me, this is peaceful. Well, I'm not. 
See, here's, here's, here's what they don't like, and you guys see it, and you hear it. They don't want to be called out for their crimes, and they don't want to help, they don't want to hold the people they're in bed with, these teachers and the other people promoting this stuff, they don't want them called out because they'll have to deal with them. They won't be able to sit behind this table and draw a salary and act like they're the kings and queens of Carmel, New York. They don't want you to call them out by name. And this woman is having none of it. She is saying, no, it is right to call them out because these are the people behind it. They need to be removed. They need to be gotten out of there. And you need to quit doing this stuff. And they don't want the responsibility, even though it's their responsibility to do, they don't want the responsibility of dealing with these criminals who are indoctrinating these kids. Do you see it? Not burning, looting, and murdering. This is peaceful. No, I did not accuse you of that. But I would, don't have a problem having a conversation with you. A peaceful conversation, which is this is not six ninety five per child in the middle school to buy a curriculum from readtome.org that wasn't even approved by the by the board of ed. The administrators took it upon themselves to buy these books with taxpayer dollars while COVID is going on. How many families are struggling to pay their mortgages? Listen, by all means. You want to teach kids these things? Fine. Don't do it on my dollar. Don't infringe on my religious beliefs. Don't infringe. Do you know who makes up the majority of this district? Children from police officers' families. Blues. Back the blue children. Do you know what these children feel like when they come home? Have you spoken to them? No. You're silencing them. This whole cancel culture. You're silencing the children. Where are their rights? They have no rights. Because if they don't believe in the indoctrination, the demonic, twisted, sneaky, vile acts and, 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 and education, if you call it that, that you're teaching our children, they don't agree with that. They're either homophobic, they're part of a cult, they, 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 they're racist. What, what's, what's racist? Who defines racist? Why? Because I'm, do you know what race I am? Do you? You don't. You don't even have a, a, an idea. I could be black. I could be white. I could be Asian. You don't know. Who are you to determine that? Who is anyone to determine that? You know what? Children in the school system, children like other children, they don't look at color. Black and, ch- black and white children, Hispanic children, you know why they get along? Because they don't look at each other's color. So you're the racist. Not them. Not us. You're judging and dividing you're causing segregation. Everything that we fought Come for, on. everything that I fought for for years. So you have the right to stand here and tell me I'm not allowed to mention a name when the person, the Mr. Barry and Miss Cyrus themselves, you have ELA teachers giving out uh, assignments on police murder. To, police are bad. You want the proof? Okay. Because we have it. So, what policy do you have that teachers are not allowed to go on social media and indoctrinate? Listen to him saying they took a, stop an oath, a responsibility. She's exposing they, us. They're, they're going She's against everything that they stand for. End. Well, end. I understand. End it? it? I end it? I have to end it? So, why? I, I, why? I, You're on my dollar. Why? Well, actually, why? I, I work for nothing doing this. Oh, you work for nothing. Oh, I do. This is a volunteer position, number okay. one. It's number still two. my taxes paying for everything. I, I, I this podium saying. is every taxpayer's dollar here. Uh, we have rights. 
We have rights. And, and you're making general assumptions? No, I'm not making assumptions. No, I'm not. Just, I know what I'm speaking about. See, I don't I'm agree not, with you, engage. so it's an assumption. Well, I'm not going to engage in a back and forth with you about this. So if you would like to make an appointment, I would be happy to sit with the superintendent. I don't, I don't want to. The superintendent, uh, the assistant superintendent already sent an email and stated that they had no idea that these books were being put on, in, in the student's hands. The superintendent already stated that they had no idea that the funds of taxpayers were supporting this. Black Panthers, do you know Black Panthers is a domestic terrorist group? Do you know that it was, it was, it was condemned as a, as a terrorist group? Do you know they kill cops? I have a problem when you're trying to kill a police officer. I have a big problem with that. I have a problem when teachers are passing out flyers, recruiting children to go to, to the courthouse to protest Black Lives Matters when you have people sitting with, with, with signs that says all cops are bastards. Really? All cops are bastards? No, I think you people are because the way you're acting yeah. and the way you're treating our children and our police officers yeah. and making them believe that it's okay to abuse them, I'll be damned if I'm going to sit here and yeah. let you do that. You, you, no, you I'm, I will become your worst nightmare because I'm going to stand here and keep fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting. Thank and you. if not, um, we, I can actually go out, get signatures. What happens if we stop paying school taxes? You're going to arrest all the community? The majority of the community? No, I don't think so. This won't be the last of me. I there want everyone idea. to know what's going on because you're hiding it. You're hiding it. You know who does that? Communists do that. That's what you're doing. Recruiting children. Children. You're recruiting children to hate our police officers. How dare you? You have a librarian in the high school passing out Black Lives Matter pins. When a student asks for a blue live, why would I have that? Why would she have that? What did you do for police Police week? Why don't you tell me, sir? What is it you want to tell me? You've had your two minutes. I don't need two minutes. I can, ha I can go as long as I like. No, that's not the board. No? Oh. Who, where does it say that I can't? Is there a law against that? We do have policy. a policy. A board policy. Who, who makes these board policies? The board. The, the board. board. And who pays the board? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody? The chair you're sitting on, we pay for it. The lights that are on, we pay for it. We pay for everything. You want to silence me because I spoke the truth. I spoke the truth. Everyone out there heard me. Whether they agree or they don't, they're going to start looking into it. And now you're, go now you're exposed. That's all. It's going to end. This indoctrination and hatred towards our police officers, this systematic racism and cancel culture, is going to end. You came to the wrong school district to do this. Come okay? on. You need to respect every <laughs> child. So therefore, no politics should be discussed in school. Rather, whether it be conservatism, democratic, liberalism. You gave a, 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 a survey after the elections. Why? Why did you ask students who they voted for? What did it matter? No answer, huh? You have no answers for me. I, I didn't expect an answer. That's okay, though. We'll get them some way or another. Same way you can't show us where all our money goes, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. Thank you. All right, and there is uh, Tatiana Ibrahim, and I, you know, uh, <clears throat> it's it's interesting how they want to shut her down. Don't say anybody's names. We'll have to deal with that if you do it. 
I mean, if you actually show us the evidence, if you put it out there and you call it the names of the people who are there, that means we have to actually do something about it. And there's too many, uh, um, there's too many people in this land who think just like that. Don't tell me that my favorite politician is doing something criminal, that they're violating the Constitution, that they're doing this or they're doing that, because then I have to separate myself from my cognitive dissonance and say, yes, they really are doing that. I should stop bowing down to them. I should stop praising them as the Savior of America, as the greatest this, that, and the other since whoever. I have to deal with it. And this is what she was doing it. She was putting it on those who are supposed to represent her and her children. I don't know. Why would these people be taking children and asking them who they voted for? Children don't vote. They don't have the, they're not of age to vote. What, what is that about? And I'm going to tell you, you know, we have stories about corrupt and criminal cops. And I think every one of them ought to be dealt with to the highest extent of the law. I I mean that. Even more so than the average Joe. You know why? Because they're entrusted to uphold the law. I have no problem stating that. I do not rejoice in cop killers. I do not rejoice when cops get killed. I've told you... Cops enforcing the tyranny that they've been enforcing over the last year, the ones who've been doing that, they're going to get what they deserve. And you're not going to get any pity from me over that, okay? If you're going to act lawlessly, then you're going to get what you deserve. But to teach everybody that, oh, well, you see a guy in blue, well, he's good for, he's good for, uh, for killing. Well, what in the world is that about? What is that about? That's another lawful Christian, American, South Carolinian, it's not any of that. That's called murder. That's called murder. Okay? But here's the mom. She's not going to take it. And you see what happened? They did nothing. They sat there. And they took it. They wanted to shut her down. But she called it out. And I appreciate the fact she called names. I tell people when we get in, when we have guests on, especially if there's a tyranny that's taking place, I'm like, are you willing to say names? Because that's what's got to happen. If you're going to deal with the tyranny, you've got to call it, you've got to call those engaged in it by name. Otherwise, it's sort of useless. It's like, it's like me saying, here, let me, let me give you an example. The preacher who always says that you need, that'll talk about sin in generic form. It's just sin, it's sin, it's sin. But he'll never call it out. Sodomy, adultery, lying, stealing, murder, gluttony, drunkenness. Pick your sin. They're not specific about it and take you through what God says about that sin and call you to repentance are not really teaching you about how to repent from sin. And until we call out the tyrants in our culture and call out the very crimes they're doing and point out how they're doing it, we're not going to deal with them. We're not going to deal with them. So here's Miss Abraham. She's calling out this communist indoctrination, this emotional and mental abuse of the children in that district. 
And the school board wants none of it. They want to hear nothing from her. This one lady was so offended. Why was she offended? I'll have a peaceful discussion with you, but this is not peaceful. Was anybody firing bullets? Was somebody throwing rocks in there? I didn't see that. She just was impassioned. Trust me, it was a peaceful conversation. The lady responding to her on the board... It shouldn't be there in the first place. Some of you are not going to like what I say, okay? But I'm going to tell you. God has set up authorities. Read 1 Corinthians 11. God, Christ, man, woman, children. This is not male chauvinism. God has set up an authority. And he has charged men to lead. He has charged us to lead. Not women. It's not that women aren't capable of doing certain things. They're more than capable of doing a lot of things I can't do. And way better. But the Bible tells us that when women are leading, it is a judgment. Or or young children, young people, are leading, it it is part of God's judgment. It's not part of His blessing. It's part of His judgment. And here we have, you know, look, I applaud the mom here for standing up and saying what she had to say. That's exactly right, Suzanne. We're the men. We've asked that at the Sons of Liberty. We're the men who are standing up. There, There's some out there. Bethany's husband's out there leading. Bradley's out there leading. I'm leading here. Some of you who are in the chat room, you're leading in your homes. Good. We set the example for the others to follow. Now, there's another one I want to remind you of. And uh, this one runs a few minutes, but this one I gave to you back in April. This happened out of Arizona. Same kind of deal you've got, except you're not having blue, you know, Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. What you're having is the press for mask mandates. And the, fa- and the parents have had it up to here. And so they go in, and they basically run the school board off. And then they elect a new school board right then and there. I want to I kind of leave you. These are positive things. These are good things. This is out of Vail, Arizona. This is what took place uh, back in April. So, agenda. New board members. How many do we need? Four. Remember, they just removed the old board members that were well, pushing the mask mandates on I hear they've all resigned. I tell you what. I will freaking do whatever position you want me to do. Okay. I'll do it. Anyone want to nominate someone for school board? I nominate Bill Okay. We have one right here. Everybody recognize? Bill Liebig. What's your name? Bill Liebig. Bill Liebig has been nominated. Who seconds it? I second it. I think there's a second. Do we pass? Anyone? Yes. Anyone oppose? Okay. All right. We have now. I nominate Kelly. Or no. Somebody in district nominate her. Somebody has to be. You have to be in district. You have to be in district. I can't. Are you a district? Okay. We have one district. Sanders. Right here. You're in district. Okay. What's your name? Stacy Olinger. Do we have a second? Second. Second in district. All right. Okay. All, all those. 
All those in favor? Aye. Opposed? All right, we got like two nays. We got two. All right, what was your name? Stacy All right, perfect. We got two. We have. So this is Robert Rules of Order. Quiet. Quiet. Right there, Angelica Hemming. Okay, who nominates her? Wait a minute, you're in bail. I second. Are you in bail? Yes. All right. What was your name? Angelica Hemming. All right. I second. Angelica. We got a second. All right. All those in favor of Angelica. Opposed. All right, congrats. That's three. Who else? Anybody else in bail? Who else in bail? Go outside, find someone. Somebody nominate her if she wants to be a member. Three. One, two, three. Anastasia. Okay, you nominate Anastasia. What's your name? Anastasia Tsatsaki. All right. All in favor of Anastasia? Aye. Opposed? All right. Congratulations. Well, what was your full name? Congratulations. Full name? Anastasia Tsatsaki. Okay. One more? That's four. Five. If they've all quit, we're hearing they've all quit. Who's, who's nominated? That's four. Oh, you were nominated? We didn't vote on you. Okay. We didn't vote on her. Hey, we already had somebody Hold here. Oh. Okay, someone needs, so she has I to be nominated. I nominated Tiffany Sanders. I seconded. Seconded? Okay. All in favor of Tiffany? Aye! Opposed? All right, full name? Tiffany Sanders. All right, so that's five. They've all been elected based on a Robert's Rules of Order. At this point, we need to adjourn. Okay, at this point... So, somebody needs a motion to adjourn. I'm going to go out there and tell them what's going on. No, wait, wait, hey, let's get to the mask policy first. Oh, okay, okay, so. We have to have an official meeting first. So, they'll have to meet on that. The board, the board, the board will have to. Sit up next to each other. Oh, my gosh. Do you guys want a new board? Let's get pictures of the new board. New bill. Need one more. Where's the fifth? Where's the other board member? Need the fifth. Someone find Angelica. It's your first okay. day on the job. Yeah, so new, new board. Okay, so here's the new board. It's your first day on the job. Don't fail. Mark the Okay. All right, you guys. Hey. You Hey, you can vote to remove the mask. So somebody on the board needs the motion to remove the mask. And then someone needs the second. Okay, hold on. Hold on, guys. Quiet. Everybody be quiet. Quiet. Go ahead. I motion that the entire Vail School District will be free of mask policy and it will be optional to all teachers and students alike with no fear of retribution. Perfect. Board, board member needs a second. Okay, we need to have a vote. Okay, say your name. Angelica, I. I, Tiffany Sanders. I, Stacey Olinger. I, Bill Lieber. I, Anastasia. Okay, that's unanimous. Woo! No more mask, no more mask and veil. Is there any other is there any other agenda items you guys need to handle I down here? Vail School District has no rights to do any medical interventions on any child. Yes. yes. Even any, with, with an emergency order. Okay. If that you're okay, repeat that. I motion that the Vail School District has no right to do any medical interventions on a child, to even force. with not a, to no force. Andy. 
uh, even with an emergency order. So no, you want to repeat it one more time? With I think they, I think people here are giving feedback, motion, giving feedback that they don't want it to force. I motion that the Vale School District is not allowed to force or even recommend medical treatments for children without parent parental consent and it does not matter for emergency order okay so there it is anyone second that i second that okay so let's have a vote, let's have a vote. Angelica, say your name hi. angelica hi tiffany hi anastasia hi stacy i believe it okay motion's passed unanimously <laughs> Okay, I, I'm going to stop it there. They go out and they tell the people what they had done. And again, whoops, this is uh, this is how the people do it. And uh, you'll be able to check this out. Somebody asked where the video was I played before with the lady. You can go to sonsoflibertymedia.com right there on the front page up in the top slider. Uh, you can scroll down. You can see that. All these will be up in the morning archive uh, later this morning. Now, here's the thing. I was saying this before. And it's always offensive to some people. I don't know why, but it is. But it's the created order. And God warned in Isaiah three twelve, he says, As for my people, children are their oppressors, and women rule over them. O my people, that they which lead thee cause thee to err, and destroy the way of thy paths. Now, here's the thing. Do we have bad men? Yeah. Yep, we do. And they need to be replaced with good godly men. This is why I have said over and over and over when it comes to election time, if you don't have a man who's proved it in his own family, you shouldn't be voting for him. I don't care how good he was in business. I don't care how respected he is wherever. If he hasn't done it in his own family, he's not worthy of the office he's seeking. If he hasn't shown you that he can lead in his family, and this is what the Bible says for, for elders when you're looking at them or deacons, and you say, well, we're not electing a pastor in chief. Well, the problem, that's your problem. You're willing to settle for less in character and morality because you're fed it by the mockingbird media. They're giving you who to choose from, the lesser of two evils. They're giving you the two evils to choose from. They're not giving you something good. They're giving you the two evils to choose from. But the point of all of this is to say, look, Parents, it is our responsibility, responsibility, to not only teach our children, but to stand up for them, to give our posterity a hope and a future. And we can only do that if we're going to honor God in it. That's the only way we're going to do it. Anything else is doomed to failure. It is. It's doomed to failure. Guys, Rotten to the Core Wednesday is tomorrow. Lynn Taylor, a Common Core Diva, will be with us then. She's already giving me her stuff. She's she's taking care of her husband, so be in prayer for him, uh, Mr. Taylor. And uh, he has had some surgery, so be in prayer for him, and uh, we will see you tomorrow. Don't forget, Bradley's on at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. See you.